Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Pittsburgh Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me as always, the other co-editor, Dave Schofield, and the podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis. Melvin, a longtime listener, gives us $2 in the tip jar. Melvin, you didn't put a question there, brother. Uh, put that in there, and we'll we'll get it up on the screen for sure. He if did not, it twice. He, oh, well, we owe him you. two. He's done it two times. <laughs> I'll keep my on it, Melvin. All right, thanks. Yeah, and he we'll just put up, put up a comment then. Style points don't matter. All right, okay. Let's get into the second part. You have Matt Wright stats. We, I'm we Matt Wright stats. At the end. Give us all Matt you have. Wright. All you have is college stats because he has not kicked in the NFL. Where did he? Remember? Where did he play? Uh, University of Central Florida. Mm, great, great. Okay. Cover. Now, not a ton of field goal stats, believe it or not. But he kicked for four years. It looked like he was definitely the starting kicker, the last, like the only kicker the last two years. Just listen to these extra points his junior and senior year for UCF. His senior year, he was 74 for 74 in extra points. And his junior year, he was 80 for 81 in extra points. So in two years in college football, he was 154 of 155 extra points. Well, but that they, that's still those little chip shots. There. Yeah, but that's but it's still college. Uh, yeah. Because you these are probably you're probably dealing with more blocks and stuff there. Uh when it comes to his field goals, I can't get them listed out. I really wish I could get like his long or whatever it is, but I, I I'm trying to find that still. But he's he was 13 for 18 as a junior. He was 12 for 14 as a senior. Um, as a sophomore, he was 17 for 22. But uh, I'm I'm really struggling with actually getting lengths on those on those 
kicks, but that's the best I could do. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. This is the time in the show. We always go over our X factors. We go to an offensive player and a defensive player, a player that we think is going to be a, a, you know, a force one way or the other for the Pittsburgh Steelers in this upcoming game. Now I do have to remind Brian at times that this is when we pick an offensive player for the Steelers in the upcoming (laughs) game. He has a tendency to think outside the box a little too much. So let's go with offense first, guys. Who is your offensive X factor? Brian, we'll start with you. It's Deontay Johnson. And the reason it's Deontay is this. Three big drops last week. I think he knows that the us sucking comment was not just labeled to everybody on the team. It was. But it was emphasized. If if this was on uh, you know, Facebook or like on on your uh, your text chat, you would put the little uh, exclamation points for emphasis. There was emphasis going towards Deontay Johnson, among others, but he really needs to step it up. And he's the guy that makes this short offense work better than anybody because he has the Jets to make a small catch turn into a lot of yards if he just holds on to it. His, right now, his record of dropping passes this year, it's I don't have the stat in front of me, but it's under 60%, a lot closer to 50%. So if he can catch more balls and take off, he's going to have a huge game. I think he took that speech to heart. I think you're going to see a lot of number 18 in this game. And the Reds, excuse me, the Washington football team will not be able to stop him. What about you, Dave? What do you think? So that's a half. That's a half. I was if we're going to count how many times we call him the wrong name, I'm calling that one a half. Okay, <laughs> I, the, the, the over under was three, so um, so, so that'll be interesting. Offensive. I was going to go broader, but I'm going to get more specific. I'm going to go with J.C. Hassenauer. Mm, I was going one. to say the entire offensive line, but if Hassenauer is playing now, I am going to put a little thing out there. I don't want to get Steelers fans' hopes up, but they still have two open roster spots that were not filled today, which means they can be filled tomorrow. I'm not sure. Usually it's 4 p.m. the day before. I don't know because of COVID, because it's COVID spots or whatever. We know that Matthew Wright's going to be one of those. Um, you could still elevate two people off anyway without a COVID designation. Are any of the other COVID guys coming back? They have not said that they are. They're not expected to, but they haven't said for sure that they're not. So could a Marquise Pouncey slide back in for this game? That would be fantastic. He'd be a guy that could play without practice. But I'm assuming that he's not. If not, the Steelers have to bring up another offensive lineman in order to have eight to dress, um, in order to get to their 48. I'm, yes. So, but just in, it's the entire offensive line. But if Hassanauer is going to be playing it in the middle again, and this is – the Steelers have gone against very good defensive fronts this season. They've played the Eagles. They have a very good defensive front. Um, I would even say the Titans have a decent defensive front depending on, on who's available. And, of course, the Baltimore Ravens, especially the first time. But this is more of a complete defense, I think, as a whole that they've probably seen. Not that Washington's past defense is outstanding, but it's 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 there. Um Meaning just from the secondary. Obviously, they're good because of the because of where they rank. So they've got to protect Ben. They've got to make sure that he is, you know, he's getting the ball off quick anyway. But you've got to be able to communicate well to pick up your your protections to make sure you protect Ben. And that all starts with your center. 
I don't think Pouncey's going to be available because if he tested positive, even if Did he's, he? I don't what we don't know. I mean, they yeah, <laughs> it, the only way he wouldn't is if he was just a close contact, in which case it's but, five days. It's but five remember, days, which five days would be tomorrow, which would they be Monday. announced that that all the game day tests, the which one is it? The one that's the longer test. They ran the short test. Yeah. And then they ran the long test. They ran the short test to see what they're going. And they announced that all the long tests for both teams came back negative. Were they not counting Pouncey in that? Or was he something else? So, so if he was if, if he was a high-risk contact, I maybe like Stefan too it was, I'm assuming, because two it wasn't on the list for very then long. Then Monday he's good. Then Monday he could be released off that list. So we'll see. Um for me, I'm gonna go with Eric Ebron. Because I think that it's pretty clear that Ebron and, and the Ebron and Roethlisberger connection is is really starting to heat up. But Ebron's got to do his part. And <laughs> that means like what, what, like, what Brian, yes, like what Brian said about Deontay Johnson. I mean, you got to catch the ball. And I think that Ebron is the type of athlete that I, I think Ben Roethlisberger has wanted since well, forever. You know, I mean, because he, he loved Heath Miller. Everyone loved Heath Miller. But Heath Miller was not the athlete that Eric Ebron is. Um, Heath Miller was a better blocker than Ebron, but I think Eric Ebron is a guy that can really make this offense go into a different dimension. And so that's why he's my offensive X factor. Let's go to defense. Now defensive X factor, Brian, we'll start with you again. I think it's cam Sutton. Mm, Okay. I mean, coming in for Steven Nelson, I think that when he does come in, he usually makes plays. I could see him making an interception in this game. I'm not going to call it a pick six, but I could see him robbing somebody of the football because they are going to go his way more than they will Joe Hayden if they possibly can. Now, Joe Hayden gets attacked a whole lot more. That's why he does have the interceptions that he does. But I think they're going to go towards Cam, and Cam is going to make him pay for it. All right, that's a good one. Dave, what do you think? X-Factor defense. Oh, good. He he set me up with the easy one. It's Alex Highsmith coming in to 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 get the to get the start on the edge in, in place of the, Bud Dupree. Now it's interesting because if you really want to believe the grades of Pro Football Focus, they already they have Highsmith graded way above Bud Dupree. They have always been down on Bud Dupree, like twenty five points higher than Bud Dupree. They have him in his small sample size, so. And they have Bud Dupree as being the weakest link by far on the Steelers' front, defensive front. Now, do Steeler fans and people that are actually watching the games for what and looking at everything holistically actually believe that? I don't think so. I'm just saying that the Steelers' defensive front is so good. Uh, you know, like I've said to Brian before, you know, that's, you know, being the being the weakest link on the Steelers defensive front is like being the ugliest supermodel at on the runway. You know, I mean, come on. But Highsmith, now you have someone that you know is going to be there just basically from an inexperienced standpoint. That if the Washington football team is smart, they're going to try to see what they can do and exploit him probably even more in the run than anything else. So he's got to be able to step up, do his part, set the edge, step up, be the player that Steelers Nation knows that he is and can be, and the Steelers defense will be fine. I'm going to go with Stefan to for my X factor, because I think that to it w- without Dupree, everyone's going to be sliding protection schemes towards Watt. that's just what they're going to do. You know, they, they're going to make sure that uh, the offensive line is going to be sliding his way. So it's going to be up to Stefan to it, to stay healthy, to be the, to be a force 
that he has been so far this season. He's had a tremendous year so far to be the force that he has been because it's going to open up things for Watt on the outside. Similar to what you said, Dave, Cam Hayward on the other side, if he can be wreck it Cam that we know he can be, it's going to make life a lot easier for Alex Highsmith in his first game. I think that, well, let me ask you this, Dave, because you brought it up and I want to talk about it. What do you think the split's going to be percentage snap-wise between Adanier and Highsmith? Because I think they're going to spell both of them regularly or often, I'll say that. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I think TJ Watt's going to be pushing it in the 90% because I think he's – but he played a lot of snaps last game too. Um, So that's just one thing. I I think Watt's not going to get a blow nearly as much. You could even maybe even see J. Ron Elliott thrown in there a little bit too. But I I think Highsmith is going to see at least 60% of those snaps. What about you, Brian? you think they're going to be predominantly Highsmith or do you think it's going to be closer to 50-50 between Adanier and uh, Highsmith? I think the majority goes towards Highsmith. I agree with everything that Dave Dave said there. I really think that uh, he was drafted, and somebody put this in the live chat earlier, but he was drafted to replace Bud Dupree next season with everybody expecting him to go to another team with the uh, them not putting a franchise tag on him. So he is just getting elevated a whole lot earlier. He, you know, they will spell him, but it's his time to really audition and get started a lot earlier than July and August of 2021. Yeah, very good. Can, can I add one more thing to that? Sure, Dave, I, I do want to hear what you want to say, Jeff. I also think a lot of it's going to be the first half is going to tell us a lot. Yeah. That I think Highsmith will get the majority of them in the first half. Um, and they'll give some to Denier. And the whoever's playing better is going to see an increase in the second half. It could be that it's more 50-50 in the first half, and then that expands more into, into one more than the other. I'll say uh 70-30 for that question. I think the 70% to Highsmith, because I do think they're going to use the Denier to spell both Watt and Highsmith. And so they're going to have to have those two bookends and they're going to have the third guy bounce back and forth and help. I think Adenye is capable of rushing from both sides. I like Adenye's game, by the way. Like, I want to make that very clear. I think that he is great yeah. at getting after the passer. He's definitely not as good in run support, and that's an issue. But I do like Adenye's game. I think that a combination of Highsmith and Adenye can be very effective opposite TJ Watt. That's something that's worth noting, by the way. All right. You guys ready for some over-under? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's start off with Ben Roethlisberger touchdown passes. We'll go with two and a half. Two and a half. Dave, we'll start with you. I'm going under. I'll go two. Okay. Brian Anthony Davis. Give me the over. Let's go three. Oh, I like it. I'm going to go under with two. Let's go with Steelers rushing yards. It's This is so depressing that I'm even setting the line at this. I guess it's disgusting. I mean, this is the Steelers, guys. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got a text from a buddy of mine who's a Dolphins fan who's watching the game on Wednesday night, and he hates the Ravens as much as we do. And he said, am I watching the Pittsburgh Steelers that are on fourth and one? They're going shotgun empty and throwing the ball. And I'm like, I know, man, this is what it's turned into. But and an offensive coordinator throwing the quarterback under the bus on that play oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's, ben calling, that's Ben drawing up the plays. Oh, but when, when it's successful, no, he's not really drawing up the plays. Give me a get out of here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, rushing yard line at 80, 80 yards over under. Brian. I'm actually going to say over. Ooh. Now, if you are going to pierce the Washington football team's defense in any way, 
it's probably against the run where they rank only 15th. They're averaging, they're giving up 114, almost 115 yards per game. So I'll say over, somebody's going to break one. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Dave, over, under. I'm going to say under simply because, yes, that is their weakness. But look at all these other teams the Steelers have faced in recent weeks that are even further down the list when it comes to stopping the run, and they still couldn't get 50 yards against them. It's not as much that I don't know that they won't. I don't care how many yards they get. I don't care how often they run the ball. I would like them to run it effectively when they do run it. I would love to say over for this because I would like to see them running the ball to close out the game. I'm just not sure that that's going to be what it is. That's what I'm going to say under. As you say, you know, Brian, they give up 115 on the ground, but the Steelers average 99.1 yards on the ground. That's <laughs> atrocious. I'm going to say under. I don't think the Steelers are capable of running the ball with any efficiency right now. The stat that I'm looking for the Steelers the most is their yards per rush. That's what I want to see improve. I don't care about total yards. I want to know like what Dave said, when they run it, can they do it effectively? And as of right now, 3.82, 27th oh, in the NFL, 27th at 3.8 yards per game. That's horrible. That's awful. So if that number goes up, I'm totally fine with the, them not getting 80 days hurt. All right, <laughs> let's go next over under defensive sacks. That's the Steelers sacking Alex Smith. The line is set at four. <laughs> Brian, I know that's what Dave was thinking. Brian, go ahead. I hate the push, so I'm going over. They're going to get okay. five. Alex Smith is not mobile. That's Whoa. the thing. We he's understand smart. why, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and we know we know that he's smart. He might be able to avoid sacks just with his football intelligence. You're going to have a lot of that in this game, but I still think they're going to be able to get to him. Okay, Dave? I'm I'm going to go west. I'm going to say over with five. I, there has been situations, like Dave said, where they've gone against teams that have a glaring weakness, and they. I'm going to go under. I'm going to say they get three, and it's one of those situations where everyone's like, "Look at this! This is a glaring advantage for the Steelers," and for some reason, it just never pans out. I think it was down in Jacksonville where we were like, "Oh my gosh, are they even going to get a sack on Jake Luton?" I mean, Jacksonville had given up a ton of sacks, and it wasn't until the second half when they were forced to throw it further downfield. But still, I'm going to go under next. Steelers sacks surrendered to Mr. Sweat and Young. Uh, guys, we set the line at two and a half. Dave, what are your thoughts? I'm going to say under. I, I don't know that they can keep Ben clean like they have the last four games or the last five out of six games. But um, just because of how good the Washington football team is at getting at the quarterback, but I'm hoping that they can slow them down to where they don't have more than two. Brian? I don't see them keeping them clean. Um, I, I realize what Dave said. I'm going with the over. I think that uh, they're going to go ahead and get them three times. It To me, this depends. If Hassenauer is playing, then I think it might be an over. It might be a three, a three spot. Um, because these, man, they they have some great young rushers. Their, their front four is really good. Jack Del Rio has done a good job coaching them up over there in Washington. I'm going to go with over. If Pouncey plays, different story just so for the record. Okay, next, Chase Claypool. Always do this one. Chase Claypool touchdowns, one and a half over under. Brian, what do you think? Let's go under. He's going to have one, but it'll be under. Okay, Dave? Sure. Sounds good, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to go over. I think he I think he hits pay dirt a couple times. Next, turnovers, meaning the Steelers turning the ball over. Line set at one. 
Brian. It's going to be a clean game. They are not going to get any. I like it. What about you, Dave? I'm going to push. You think they turn it over once? Fumble or interception? Fumble. Strip sack. Oh, gosh. Stop it. I'm going to go under. I think it's a clean game as well. Uh, Let's go defensive takeaways now. Over under set at two. Brian, go ahead. I think it's going to be a push right at two. Dave? I'm going over with three. Ooh. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with three as well. I think they I think they might get a like a strip sack like Dave just mentioned of Alex Smith, and that might add to a, a couple INTs there. A lot as of batted well. balls at the line is what I'm yep. hoping. There you go. All right, John Knox puts five dollars in the tip chart. He says, How did they run so well the first six weeks and now they struggle? The line is pretty much the same. That's a really good point. And I mean, we'll throw it to you guys. Dave, scheme. what's your but why would the scheme change so much? That's what I understand. It didn't. Oh, you, you've telegraphed when you're going to run the ball. The more film the teams have have mm-hmm. on the Steelers as time goes on, and you know exactly what's going to – I mean, when, when they can say, okay, would you see this player and they line up this way, they're going to run this way, and then they do, it makes it that much easier to stop it. That's why. Okay, what about you, Brian? Let me take Dave one step farther. When you see number 65 being eligible in the game, you know they're going to run. So well, I not this game. Well, yeah, yeah, he's and, still and, he's, COVID list. and he's still in the COVID <laughs> list. But but that's I'm not talking about this game. I'm talking about overall, right? Why they haven't been running the ball well? Because you know, last year it was number 72 and gave everything yep. away. Now it's number 65. So and when they get to rely on, we talked about this a lot earlier in the show, when they're relying on the Todd Haley style offense, hey, Todd Haley was right years ago. We just didn't want to admit it. But it's working now. And they have the guys that are able to pull that off a whole lot better than they did back in 2013, 14, uh, around those times. So what I'm saying right now, they they found a formula that's working a little more. There's de-emphasis on running the ball now. Yeah. Okay, we have a, a super sticker. I don't even know what that, that is. Yeah, you but... couldn't see it there. It's a little guy that comes up and says, hey, you, and he's dancing around. I think people on YouTube <laughs> can see it. Thank you for the $2 super sticker. That's pretty sweet. Um, I wish I could see it. I'll go back and watch it on replay. Wes Hickok, $5. He says, I, I want to take a moment to thank the three of you and the whole team for continuing to deliver such so much high-quality content. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Wes, longtime listener and viewer of the program and our channel. We thank you very much. Hopefully everyone that's listening to this or watching this wherever on whatever platform you check out our audio platform, anywhere where you get your podcast, search Steelers or behind the steel curtain and you'll find all of our shows. It's worth the listen. Trust me. Okay. Let's get to the prediction time prediction time. All right, Dave, what's the updated line? There's another super sticker. Yeah. I'm trying. What is this one? It's a guy that says cool. And he's there. Is it a pair? (laughs) What is that thing? (laughs) See, like I can't pen. see it. I can't either. Number. I can't either. No, it's only on you. I'm, I'm I have it up on, on I have the YouTube up on my right, yeah. my phone here. So well, All right, anyways, enough super stickers. <laughs> what is what is the line now? Because when you I did, made my pick, it was seven and a half. It's changed a decent bit. I should have made sure I had this up here. Um, when you go to odd shark and look at the consensus, I mean it's gone from 10 down to eight right now it is six and a half yes yes good okay mm-hmm. six and a half over under 43 and a half 43 and a half 
Okay, when I put my pick in this week, it was seven and a half, and I think forty-two and a half. Um, but Brian, let's start with you. How do you see this game playing out? What's your prediction? So I'm thinking this is a twenty-eight to twenty Pittsburgh Steelers win. I think they drown out all the noise, but listen to it enough to know what they need to do. And the guy that they're the noise that they're listening to the most will be what's coming from Mike Tomlin. Now I'm not saying that's noise, but it's going to be loud enough to permeate inside their craniums to know that this man saying we've got to pick it up. They're going to pick it up. They are going to play a fairly clean game and they're going to find a way to win. If they, they could possibly break 30 against Washington. I know how good they are in points per game, but I really think this team is motivated. This team knows how to score. I think they're going to do everything they can to just shut out all the, the junk that they've been hearing and say, Hey, we belong here. Dave, what's your prediction? All right. Well, to get to this, there's some things that frustrate me. People want to go on and on and on about the Steelers and early, especially before they played the Browns and the Ravens and, and the Titans about how, what, look at the records of these teams that they've beaten. Oh yeah, they're five and oh, they're six and oh, but they have such a terrible record, but everyone's all up on Washington. They're a team on the rise. Okay. They are entering this game four and seven and they're four wins. Nobody that they've beaten has more wins than they do. They've beaten three and seven or three and eight, three and eight, three, seven and one, who's now three, eight and one. Okay. And two, not two, eight and one, who's now two, nine and one. That's all they've beaten. They, they, they beat the Eagles to start the season, which were like, wow, that's a big, now look, the Eagles, they look like a mess today. Okay. They, they've beat the Cowboys twice and they beat the Bengals after they took out Joe Burrow. So not not intentionally, but you know what I mean. I'm I'm not. I don't want to say like that. I don't want to. Didn't want that to come off like they're playing dirty and took him out. You know. No, Joe Burrow left the game when they were playing them. So it's funny because so many people were saying, um, "Take you know, take the football." I'm gonna say it, Brian. Take the football team in this one. You know. Even got a message from Lance Williams. He's he's taking the football team in this one. Okay. And 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 things like that because there's this team. But how, where's the narrative of they haven't beaten anybody like the Steelers had to face so much? Because they really haven't beaten anybody. They do have a good defense. You should look past them. After the, I would be more worried about this game if the Steelers would have blown the doors off of Baltimore. The fact that they played so poorly and had to get reamed out after the game by their coach, because that was a report. He wasn't just that way with the reporters in his thing. He was, a, he was 10 times worse with the players after the game. So... I'm thinking the offense is not going to sputter and the defense is going to be the defense that we know that they can be. I'm going to go 28 to 10. Okay. I like that score. Sorry that I gave such a long. No, it's okay. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. You know, for me, I look at this game and and I I think that this is a tough one because I, I do think that the Washington football team is an improving team. No, Dave, I agree with you that they, in terms of their pedigree or resume is, is not, very good at all, but still, I I think that this game they're a good team. They 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 can be they they are good defense and they, they have some young skill. They have a lot of good skill position players on offense. Young skill position players like McLaren and Gibson at running back. They they're a good offense. It's up and coming. Now we'll say this: this is a game that I think I could be totally wrong about. No, I'm not picking the Steelers to lose. Just so you know, I think that this could turn into a game that reminds me of 
Brian helped me out the year, the year they played Carolina on Thursday night. And it was literally like a bloodbath. I'm going to say that was 2017. Am I right? <laughs> was he right, Brian? Yeah, it was. Uh, I believe it was 2017 as well. <laughs> and if you remember in that game, the opening kickoff went to Carolina. Cam Newton takes him down, scores a touchdown. Everyone thinks, oh, great. Here we go. It was a swing pass to Christian McCaffrey. They got Vince Williams in coverage, and he walks into the end zone. And everyone's singing the same thing. Here we go. What happens next? Bomb to Juju, and the literally the floodgates open. I could the see. the next play, wasn't it Vince Williams scoring the touchdown? A pick six. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. I think you're right. I could see this game getting ugly in terms of score. I wouldn't be shocked at all. But I also am going to stick with my gut in terms of what my when I looked at the numbers, when I really thought about this game, I'm going to go with the Steelers winning 27 to 17. So I, I think the Steelers are going to win. Would not be shocked if, like what Brian said, they hang up 30 and they have a dominant performance. They're focused. And they they have to understand at this point in time, you're in the final stretch here. You know, this is when you need to be playing your best football. And they have some tough games coming up. You talk about at Buffalo next week. You talk about Indianapolis coming to Pittsburgh in a couple weeks. Let's not, I don't want to downgrade Cincinnati, but I mean, without their quarterback, and now they lost their backup quarterback today, I think as well, it's it's not the same. We'll get to those in, in a second, but still. Can I, can I ask a quick question? Sure. Why? Is nobody talking about this great defense? It's almost like as because they're undefeated, how good the Steelers' defense is is not what's being discussed. I mean, this this defense is amazing, and yeah, they lost Bud Dupree, but their defense is so much more than Bud Dupree. You know, I I, I don't get why people were just all all of a sudden. I mean. I mean, look, they're giving up 17 points a game, and people are all of a sudden thinking that the teams are going to come in and put all these points up on them. I, 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 don't, I don't understand. They're not – and you think about it, I mean, T.J. Watt is probably one of the best defenders in the NFL, and he's definitely the best defender on the Steelers. But they also have a, they also have a really good defense in general, I mean, mm-hmm. from top to bottom. And none of them are that flashy. And what I mean by that is that you don't have guys. Let's look back to the other great Steelers defenses that did get a lot of pub. You had guys like Joey Porter. You had guys like James Harrison. You had a, in my opinion, a transformative talent in Troy Polamalu. I don't think they have those type of players on this team. That doesn't mean that they're not as good. Not at all. I just think that right now, first and solid unit. Yes. First and foremost, everyone is just all over the, the soup du jour, the soup of the day. And it, it's it been, it goes from basically the, the Chiefs to whatever NFC team is good that week. You know, now it's the Saints, it was the Seahawks, or it could be the Packers. Um, Brian, what are your thoughts on this? You know, the Steelers are that, uh, that prize fighter from way back in the day that, you know, they're nothing flashy, but they just keep on winning fights. They're Larry Holmes is really what they are. Larry Holmes, back in the 80s, he was the champion for a long, long time, but he never did anything flashy. He just went out there, and he he won some, like, 15-round fights. It was never anything. It wasn't when Mike Tyson came along and knocked him out in the first, in the first round. He was a guy that he would just continue to beat you, but he wasn't 
anybody's champion because there was nothing really glitz and glamour about this guy. Everybody's waiting for somebody to the everybody's waiting for Mike Tyson to come in, which is basically the the Chiefs at this point. They're waiting for them to get that matchup with them and knock this team out. But you know what? They keep on going without the flash, without the hoopla, and they are going to be golden. That's all they need to keep on continuing to do. So people aren't really looking at this team. They're, They're waiting for the other shoe to drop. What if they're there to catch that shoe so it doesn't hit the ground? Good point. Here we go. We have a couple uh, super chats here. Uh, let me find the one. There we go. Two dollars. Twenty four seven. Juju scoring twice if he's healthy. Would love that. Would absolutely love that. Uh, Grayson Brown gives us five dollars. Says media short term memory. Seventy two Dolphins point differential is very similar to the Steelers this year. They had no, no name defense. We don't. Pittsburgh wins twenty eight twenty. I don't care how much they win by. As long as they win. <laughs> I'm still surprised that people were thinking. You know. That that a team like Washington is going to put up twenty points on the Steelers. That's 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 the thing that keeps that I don't understand with people is that we keep giving these point totals. I mean, when's the when's the last time the Steelers gave up twenty points? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Wasn't it the yeah. Ravens the first time? Um, let me check. I have yeah, that. I'm pretty right sure here. it was the twenty four to the Ravens the first time. It was. It was the last time that they've given up twenty points. You are correct. We so. Can't. Just my point. Hey, you ready for a quick trivia? Let's do a quick trivia. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger has has appeared, including the postseason, in 250 games. He has started 248 of them. He is currently on a streak where he has not been sacked in four straight games in five out of the last six. How many of those 250 games do you think he has not been sacked? Closest number wins. It's like guessing the jelly beans in the jar. So 250 games. Out of 250 total games, how many games in there do you think he hasn't been sacked at all? Um, 45. That's probably way too high. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. I'm going to see 30. <laughs> and the winner by one <laughs> goes to... Brian Anthony Davis, because it's almost right in the middle of you two, it's 37. Oh, it's wow. Almost, okay. You guys basically split it on both sides. One was off eight, one was off seven. Well, so price is right rules. I'm out right away because it's closed okay. without going over. Um, <laughs> but what I one thing I found in this that I found very very interesting. Now, I'm not counting these have to actually be consecutive games played where Ben played in, in the games for the Steelers. Like if Ben played and wasn't sacked, but then got hurt and didn't play for two weeks and then came back and played and didn't wasn't sacked, that didn't count. You know, they're on a four-game streak of not being sacked. Since Ben Roethlisberger was drafted in 2004, not counting this one, they've only, they, they've only ever gone back-to-back games without him being sacked four times. Wow. And they've gone four this time. So it's like, what what's hey. happened recently is a very big deal. And I don't know that people realize how big a deal it is. And like, everybody hates this offensive line. Yeah. Not us, but but it also helps that he's leading the league in, in time to and, oh, and yeah. snap to release, too. It's all of it working together. It and that's what people have to understand. It's just like why the defense is so good. It's all of them working together. All right, quickly here. Let's do bold predictions that aren't involving bougie. 
uh, Juju's dog. And for those who don't know, this is a spinoff of an article that runs tomorrow on game day is bold and bizarre predictions. You can also hear it in podcast form. Will that be running tomorrow, Brian? Or do we already do that? No, we don't do that in podcast form. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I offered you to do it. You're like, ah. Eh, okay, so this will be this will be an article. Here, <laughs> you're right. I did say that. All right, so this will be an article tomorrow on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You check it out, Brian. What is your bold prediction for this game? Looks like I better write the article, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one that I'm thinking of putting in there, and I'm just going to go with it. My X factor, Deontay Johnson, three touchdowns. Okay. Dave Schofield, what's your uh, bold that, prediction? That was mine last week was Deontay Johnson, three touchdowns. Really? Yeah. I don't pay attention. <laughs> you ready? I'm going to go Alex Highsmith, two sacks. Mm, I like it. I'm going to go, if I'm going to take a bold prediction, it's going to be that James Washington leads the team in receiving yards. Ooh, Maybe yeah. not touchdowns, but receiving. Maybe yards. not receptions. But receiving it could, yards. Be, it could be long. It long, could just be a, a couple long. big passes. I think that you're going to see more James Washington. You hear comments from Mike Tomlin. You hear comments from Feetner and Ben. They want to see more of him. I don't know who they're going to put sit sit down for him to play more, but we'll see. I have a, that's my bold prediction. All right, final thought time, guys. Let's go around the the room here and give our final thoughts before they play the football team Monday evening. Go ahead, Brian. Dave said something earlier that I really believe in. I agree with this. The fact that if the Steelers would have blown out the Ravens like everybody expected them to do, everybody thought they should have, then they might have a lot of trouble with this game. But there's a time when you look at all of your detractors and you look around the locker room and you look in the eyes and you link hands with them. Now, I'm saying that metaphorically because we're not linking hands in 2020. But what I'm saying is <laughs> you go ahead and you share your life with this team. You've got hopes that are the same. You've got dreams and goals that are all the same. And you may have let the media and the fans down, but that doesn't mean anything. You let yourself down last week. When Ben Roethlisberger comes out, when Mike Tomlin comes out, says us sucking, when Ben says, I was terrible, we need to do better as a team, we know who that was pointing to. But when Juju Smith-Schuster, the party boy of the whole team, comes out and says, we were not good enough, that means something. That means that they are taking this to heart. They are going to come out and shock everybody except themselves, and they are going to take it to the Washington football team because they believe, and it's time to show their true colors and their true colors. Let's go ahead. Apologies to Cindy Lauper, but their true colors are not the rainbow. They are black and gold. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> we went from Mr. Belding to Cindy Lauper. Oh, yeah. That's what you, that's what you get. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dave, what's your final thoughts? Okay. A few things. And so I'll make them very brief. But Christopher Eleven says something in the live chat that uh, that I just have to go with. He says this game is going to be like the Cincinnati game. The Cincinnati game was a team that didn't have very good, good record. A lot of people were saying all oh, the Steelers need to look out for them after that bad performance against the Cowboys, and they came out and blew them and 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 blew the doors off of them. This is what the Steelers need to do. Now, am I guaranteeing that this is what they're going to do? No, because as we know, in 2020, nothing is guaranteed. If the Steelers come out and put up back-to-back -back poor performances, 
then Steelers Nation should be very concerned. I don't look for them to do that. And I think that um, as as Jeff Hartman says, the only people – this was in a – I'm pretty sure this was a let's ride. The only people that are going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, before I go, I have to say this to all of you out there listening. If you – if this is specifically to anyone – I mean, this was good for everyone, but I'm saying specifically, if you are someone who played high school football, possibly coached high school football like I used to, or have been emotionally invested in a high school football program through family member or just anything like that, there is one of the most, I, I can't even describe what I mean to it. An article that meant so much to me that is on BehindTheSilkCurtain.com right now is by KT Smith. He is a, a high school coach in New Jersey. That it, It's entitled Football in the Pandemic, A Season Like No Other. Um, it's a little bit longer read, but trust me, it is worth it. He chronicles his high school football team and what they went through with the pandemic and parallels it to what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean... I could. I got choked up several times reading this. It's that type of article. If there's one thing, I know Brian's going to kill me for saying. I, rather than listen to a podcast, I'd rather you go read this article. That's how much um, I can endorse this right there. <laughs> That's so, okay. So, That's okay because I'm thinking of turning it into a podcast. Yes. It. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea because it's a story that needs to be out there. It really meant a lot to me. The outpouring of the people that have taken the time to read it. It was like, this is absolutely amazing. Um, I had to step away and read it somewhere else. I didn't want my family to see me cry, things like that. And the things that are, you know, that not only yeah, of course the NFL is dealing with this pandemic, but this is hitting the sport of football much harder at a much younger level. So go check that out. If you do anything, please take that away and, and go check out that one. It's it's fantastic. And just so people know that if you're familiar with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, we do put out a lot of content. And so articles can get kind of flushed down what we call the stream. Um, I've pinned that where it is on the site, so it won't be moving anywhere. So it will always be there in that same spot if you ever want to go and check it or get interactive in the comment section or something like that. But it is a very good read. Dave took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to add that if he didn't. Uh, my final thoughts are simple. Just win the just win the game. Literally, just win the game. At this point, who cares? Who cares what it looks like? Just win the game. Win the game, clinch your playoff spot, hope for the best in terms of all the other results. Who cares? You control your own destiny as 11-0. No one else matters, period, because you have set yourself up to control your own destiny. That's what we always want with the Steelers. We don't want to have to scoreboard watch. Yeah, it's fun to do it, but we don't have to want to rely on it. Yeah, we're rooting for the Denver Broncos to upset the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, but ultimately, they don't matter either because if the Steelers keep winning, guess what? Number one seed, period. So there you go, folks. That's all I'm going to say about that. We'll finish it on that. We will be back. The three of us will be back tomorrow, Monday afternoon. Well, it'll be Monday night. <laughs> Monday night as our post-game podcast, and we'll be doing that on Facebook as well. We'll do most of our shows on Facebook as well as YouTube. So check us out. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Wherever you get your podcast, find us by searching Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Follow and subscribe. Do whatever you have to do so you don't miss a thing. All right, Dave, send us out. Hey. Best way to end the show. We'll see you. Take it easy. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.